This is the Covered Podcast. Today is Friday, September 2nd, and this is Covered. Got a quick show for you today. Really probably only going to be picks. Um, It is a solo sode. Drew couldn't be here with us today, but we had to make sure that we got all of you the picks before this week one of football on college football Saturday to open the season the true starting point of college football and we're ready to go um but yeah like i said it's gonna be a quick one really just picks uh, but if you are like hey get me in and get me out i just need one stat what's gonna be profitable well don't have a crystal ball unfortunately but what i can tell you is that this year so far in games that we've bet on or that we've thought have been significant enough. Returning production has been the most important. And so what that is, is just snaps played that were returning from a year ago. So far against the spread, that has gone 12 and six, looking to go 13 and six. Right now when we're recording, TCU has a pretty commanding lead against CU. Um, And so that would move to 13 and six. If they still cover the money line would go ahead and go to 14 and five. If that's the only stat you want to look at tomorrow, these are the teams you want to take as far as returning production goes. That would be Michigan against Colorado state. You still might want to take them, but we're going to dive into that one a little bit more. You might want to take North Carolina state. We're going to dive into that one a little bit more. You may want to take Arkansas. Also, diving into it. You may want to take the home dogs, University of Texas, San Antonio. Not going to dive into that one, but just know why we don't want to just take returning production is because Utah, Texas, San Antonio has had some changes in their staff. So maybe don't hop in that one. Maybe read an article or two. And then we move to one of the biggest matchups of the day, Oregon-Georgia, returning production. Oregon would actually bring back more guys than Georgia does. So want to take a look there at Oregon. And then UTEP, you want to take a look, yes, at UTEP, even though... They lost last week at home against the Mean Green Fighting Machines. You would want to take UTEP at Oklahoma. I mixed on this. I don't really have a side to kind of dive into it. We're not going to dive into it too much in a bit. But Oklahoma, if you think about it, new head coach, new quarterback, new system, defensive-minded head coach, mind you. I could see it being a lower game, maybe the under, maybe you take UTEP plus the 30 and a half. I don't know though. Uh, That's why it's not an official pick, 
But that's just something to know. And then moving on past that, you got Troy going into Ole Miss. Um, we're going to dive into that one once again. Um, but yeah, Troy actually has the returning production in that one. And then USC got a lot of transfers. New head coach in Lincoln Riley, Caleb Williams. But in that matchup, they still do have more returning production over Rice. And so look at USC. The lines dropped from 35 to 32 and a half. Ooh, line movement for Rice, maybe. Now, no, we don't have a side on that one. Um, USC could be a disappointment. Just going to say that, but no play on that one. Illinois State and Wisconsin, there is no spread. Wisconsin has the returning production, so if you play that one somehow, more power to you. Um, but then moving on, we got Kent State. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Not Kent State. We have Kentucky. They are playing Miami of Ohio. And although the spread has dropped from 20 and a half to 14 and a half, um, Kentucky has the returning production in this matchup. If you do decide to take Kentucky and a half, I beg you, please go ahead and buy the half a point, buy the hook. Don't. If Kentucky wins by 14, you're going to be really upset that you didn't push and you just outright lost. We're about making money. I understand the odds aren't going to be as great, but worse odds are better than an outright loss. I will tell you that right now. And then another one, big matchup for opening week, Utah at Florida. Florida is paying the eight. Nope. The fifth, sixth, I don't know. Um, top top ten, the top ten Utah Utes, five hundred thousand dollars to come down to the swamp, and in this one, Utah is bringing a lot of faces back: Tavion Thomas, Cam Rising, and the boys. Um, they actually have the most return production in this matchup, so. You're looking at that only take Utah, and then you're looking at another Utah school, Utah State against Alabama. I mean, Alabama also has the ret the returning. So if you are already on Alabama, the forty-one and a half, go ahead and take them even more because they have the returning production, and on their bench they also have five stars. So there you go. We're going to dive into that one a little bit more as well. And then probably, definitely the biggest matchup of the night, Notre Dame going to the horseshoe against Ohio State. Ohio State has returning production coming back, but we are definitely going to dive more into that one. Top matchup of the night. It's going to be a good one. And yeah, I mean, that game... So much can be said. It's gone to 17. It's gone to 17 and a half. May have even touched 18. Looks like it's floated back down to 15 and a half. But that, that should be one hell of a matchup. But if that's all you wanted, one stat, get me to Saturday. That's what you want to look at, returning production. 12 and 6 right now against the spread. Once TCU covers this game, 13 and 6. And then 14 
and five on the money line. But what we are looking at as covered boys is starting in an arbor. Now, okay, fair warning. This this is going to be a little bit of a homer pick. Drew and I both went to Colorado State University. So, with that being said, we are on the Rams plus 31 and a half. Now, that's just a little biasy. We got a new head coach in Jay Norvell who absolutely turned Nevada's program around and won. We think the boys can cover 31 and a half. We're, we're going to ride with that, okay? Um, we'll probably leave it at that. Uh, it could be a bloodbath. We, we may need to see an emotional hedge, which we're going to get into here in a bit. But, uh, yeah, give us, give us Colorado State plus 31 and a half against the Michigan Wolverines. That's a lot. What we're thinking is, yeah, if, if you want to take Michigan, maybe take first half spread um, because they may call off the dogs, bring in the backups in the second half. Don't expect this to be close. And if it is, great, we cover but yeah, don't don't expect this to be close. They're gonna bring in second stringers in the second half, and maybe we get a backdoor cover. But we'll take the Rammies plus thirty-one and a half. And then we're gonna move to NC State. If you recall from a previous episode, I said I think NC State has a chance to run the table in the ACC. They are against Eastern Carolina. We have seen some movement. Um, of about one and a half points for North Carolina State. And like we said earlier, they are having the return production. So that bodes well as well. We'll take them minus 11 and a half. And then we got Ole Miss taking on Troy. Right? I mean, SEC team at home. What are we doing the lines dropped two and a half points for Troy to Ole Miss. I I just don't see it. I, I really don't. Um, Ole Miss is they've covered like 66.7% of their games at home as a home favorite when they're ranked in the top 25. And here we are again against the Troy team. If you want to take Troy because of returning production, more power to you. But this is Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin. You may want to buy the half a point down to Ole Miss minus 21 like we're going to do. But I just don't I don't see a way Troy can cover this game. So go ahead, take Ole Miss. And then where we're moving, this, one, this one's kind of a, a, a fun one. Uh, North... <laughs> North Dakota is going to Nebraska and getting 23 and a half. Also here, you may want to buy the half just because it's 23 and a half and 24 is a key number, but let's be honest here. Let's be honest. It's Nebraska. Not only is it just Nebraska who who lost to Northwestern, they had to get on a plane, travel across the pond in one week's time 
back to the cornfields of Nebraska. Do you think their bodies are back? I really don't. Really don't think so. And so, go ahead. Take Notre Dame. Not Notre Dame. North Dakota. Same See, same abbreviation. That's what got me. Um, but take North Dakota plus 23 and a half against Nebraska. If you want to even buy a half point to 24, go ahead and do that. Because that's that's going to hit. I mean, come on. It's Nebraska. How many times have we had this conversation? It is Nebraska. Need I say more? No. It's probably the longest conversation that I've had on one team so far, but it's Nebraska. And then, also an early game, App State money line against North Carolina. They crossed the zero, started as three-point dogs at home, and now they are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Go ahead, take the Appalachian State Mountaineers money line. I love that play. Go ahead. Do it for the boys. We love it. It's it's a good one. That's a good one. Confident on that one. Then we got another SEC team taking on a... Uh, not a group of five. Oh, yeah. Group of five team. Uh, that made a run, though. They made a run. Cincinnati. They're not rebuilding. They have reloaded. But this is not... This is not your normal Cincinnati. Changing quarterbacks. Give us Arkansas minus six and a half. We will take that every day of the week. Arkansas at home? Woo pig suey. Give me Arkansas minus six and a half. Lock it up. Lock it in. Let's go. Then, one of those big matchups on the first Saturday of college football. Oregon, Georgia. I can't pick a side. Although the Oregon side is looking very good. That is not an official play. But the Oregon side is looking good. The way the line's moving with the returning production, it's it's looking good. But we're not going to do it and definitely not going to take a money line. I mean, that's plus 16. We might do that. But no, not an official play. What also has been moving line movement-wise is the over. That's right. The Oregon and Georgia over has been cooking a little bit. Go ahead. Take over 54 points like that one and and lock it in. Have some confidence in that one. Move Get, get Saturday going with that big game win with the over. Root for points. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. And then I know they beat the brakes off Charlotte, which Charlotte is... Oh, they're so bad. Um, they might be the worst team in the in the league, in in college football. They might be the worst. And so this team, Florida Atlantic, they're favorites this week, and deservedly so. I mean, they're good. They're three and a half point favorites at Ohio, and so we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and take Florida Atlantic. Not. One of the best teams last year, but they did beat the brakes off of Charlotte. Not a good team. Um, and they're going to keep the momentum. So we like that. Minus three and a half. Take it. And then we get into some of the night slate. 
starting with Alabama playing Utah State. Now, we, you know, Alabama's returning, guys, and they have quite the streak of covering first half spreads. However, at the first half spread currently at 28 and a half. With the total game at 41 and a half, I mean, they definitely could. Utah State looked terrible against UConn. And so, maybe lean, but what we do really like is Alabama minus 10 in that first quarter. Utah State got off to a slow start against UConn, one of the worst teams in the league last year. Yes, they came back and won, but this is Alabama. If you get off to a slow start, you're going to be down by at least 10. Probably It's gonna, probably going to be 14, maybe 17, maybe 21. What? Um, and you're not coming back from that. Even when they do bring in their third string, uh, four and a half star athletes in different positions they've never played, um, and it's over. So Alabama minus 10, first quarter. That takes us to the swamp. That's right. The Swamp, where Florida's giving Utah 500, that, the, the Rose Bowl winners. Not the Rose Bowl winners, almost blew it, but um, the Pac-12 champions, $500,000 to come down to the Swamp. Currently, the line is at 2.5. Um, if you don't like 2.5, take the money line. But I do like 2.5 because that would be a field goal. Give me the Utah Utes going into the Swamp. And winning by at least that two and a half. They have the return production. They have the head coach experience. It's all there. Give me the Utes. Minus two and a half. Love that. And that brings us to the nightcap of Notre Dame, Ohio State at the horseshoe. Uh, I under 59 and a half. Why under 59 and a half? Ohio State has the one of the most explosive offenses in college football. But Notre Dame is returning a lot of dudes on defense. A lot, a lot of guys on defense. And so with that in mind, they're going to be able to slow C.J. Stroud down a little bit and Jackson Smith and Juba. They're going to slow him down. Maybe not a lot. Maybe not enough to cover. I think they will. I think that it'll be enough to cover, potentially. Not an official pick. But you got... It's going to go under. 59.5 is a lot of points. And on the offensive side for Notre Dame, Ohio State brings back a lot of guys on defense. And Notre Dame is starting a quarterback that has never really started played in a full game. So, what we can expect is a lot of running, a lot of passes to the tight end. Michael Meyer, probably the best tight end in the nation. Um, Checkdowns. I don't see a lot of deep balls. And so, I'm going to say under 59.5 is the play here in the Notre Dame-Ohio State primetime matchup. But that I, that's really it. 
I mean, if we're leaning to a side in that game, if you really want to pick a side, I do like Notre Dame. It was up to 17 and a half. It's dropped to 16. I think, I mean, if you want to buy a point to 17 just to cover your bases, might be smart. I see it more of a 14-point game now. The way the lines moved, um, kind of what we're looking at, who's coming back, defensive starters. And so if you have to lean one way, do like Notre Dame. But definitely, definitely like the under. There's a ton of money on the over, and it opened at 58. It's only moved to 59.5 and like 89% of the bets were on the over, and so the public is just hammering that over. Let's go ahead. Let's be a little contrarian. Let's, let's think a little differently. Let's let's go with the under 59.5. It might not be as fun, but hey, let's, let's root for some defense. That can be fun. Rooting for defense. Interceptions, fumbles, good defensive plays. You gotta love it. Gotta love it. But other than that, no other picks really, um, except we are doing an emotional hedge. Why? We have hit two teasers in a row, back-to-back days since college football started. No big deal. We're not, but we're not throwing teasers out willy-nilly, you know. So for this one, we do have an emotional hedge. Got an emotional hedge, okay? And for that, we're going to take Florida plus 10.5. We're going to take Mississippi minus 13.5. Oregon and Georgia over 46. Math is hard. Math is hard this late. And then NC State minus three and a half. So for that teaser, I'll go through it again. Florida plus ten and a half. Okay. Mississippi, Ole Miss. All right. Minus 13 and a half. Oregon in Georgia. Over 46. NC State minus three and a half. That's gonna be an eight-point teaser. It's going to be plus 200. We've hit back-to-back nights on these for plus 400 the past two days on just teasers alone. Go ahead, lock it up, lock it in. We got you covered until the next time.